and Grace watching Stargate. They made a podcast that's on iTunes that you should rate. Nick is a super fan. Grace is pretty new. Kaylee the Thorgy will help them make it through. Bartender Nick is here to make them drinks. As they reference random pop culture things. Crying out loud, they'll put a smile on your face. There's no place like Tara with Nick and Grace. Welcome to episode 212 of There's No Place Like Terra, a Stargate First Watch rewatch podcast. I think I'm Nixie. And, I may have forgotten at this point. And I am still Grace. I'm still Grayson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and today we're going over SG-1, season 9, yeah. episode 11, uh-huh. The Fourth yeah. Horseman, part der. Duh. <laughs> Part two, aka I don't have an aka. I'm tired. Hot dog fingers. Oh, the Hot dog fingers. <laughs> Hot dog fingers. The aka is just we're on day eight thousand and twenty-seven of quarantine, uh-huh. and this is still way too close to real life. Yeah. Um, is this the real life? <laughs> aka, is this the real life? <laughs> yeah. This is. This is just way too real. Um. Uh. So, I have one brief announcement before we get into other things. Do it. Uh, I remembered this morning because I have two little dates on a chalkboard over here. Okay. And I was reminded this morning that today is the 28th of March, which means that five years ago, (gasps) Grace and I went on a trip (gasps) about an hour outside of town to look at a tiny puppy. Oh, so tiny. and we brought home a Kaylee Thor. I remember five that years day. ago. Oh, I super remember that day. Yeah, she was a tiny Kaylee and I held her in my lap the entire time. She was just as squiggly as she is now. Yeah. And, you know, roughly the same size, honestly, <laughs> when we say tiny puppy. That's true. That's true. She was seven months. <laughs> she just wasn't as wise, if you will. She wasn't as fill. She wasn't as filled out. She was smaller, mm-hmm. uh, and she was somehow slightly less sassy. I would say she hadn't grown into her sassafras. Yes, like now she's That's a sassafras, and she was maybe just a, like a sa at that point. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> she wasn't full. E- she was a young theater kid, not a full teenage emo theater kid. Yeah, she yeah, she's working her way to diva. <laughs> she's Listen, she's almost she's there. Good. She's like Audra McDonald, eat your heart out. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe like she's hit Audra level, but she's not quite like Bernadette Peters level. That's actually fairly accurate. Are you yeah. proud of me for knowing that much? <laughs> I'm very proud of you for knowing that much stage queenness. I know a thing. I've been uh, what else has been? Have you had any chance for media consumption? Sci-fi? Yeah. <laughs> this week? Um, no. So let me know, but I'm going to take this opportunity to say this. Um, I've actually I've listened to a new podcast, uh, okay. Kamel Nanjiani and his wife Emily Gordon, who we all whom we love, love both um, have a podcast called um, Staying In, which they're doing just during this quarantine time. Uh, which I love is that far off brand from just indoor kids. Yeah, 
which is yeah um but uh i've always loved it because their relationship reminds me a lot of jesse and i uh yeah emily also is immunocompromised they have very specific mm-hmm. things that they deal with um but it's very uh it's been good for my mental state which is i'm gonna have to check it out which is stretched pretty thin right now <laughs> yeah as us all are so uh, what i'm going what i'm getting at is i haven't had enough chance to to get into pop culture uh but i'm gonna make it a point to give myself a chance to to do stuff that is not work mm-hmm. or school uh because there is a lot of work and there is a lot of school things aren't slowing down um um, I'm grateful for it because I know that some people don't have that choice. They don't have the yeah. luxury of being able to work from home. I'm not trying to sound ungrateful, but those of us yeah. who are still working, who are still busting ass, uh, remember to still it's... give yourself breaks and create some boundaries around your workspace. And I still, in this household, we still have someone who is going out yeah. every day um, and and still has to go out and deal with the public every day. So He's essential, uh, everyone... unlike the rest of us. Yeah, <laughs> for everyone, man. Yeah, keep going. Yeah, we're all we're all doing this shit together. Yeah, just uh, practice some kindness to yourself. That's uh, the um, Grace Weekly Spiel. Yes. <laughs> uh, what but, I've actually been doing in terms of pop culture is going back to comfort food. Okay. Um, which in this case is Vox Machina. Nice. Uh, I'm going back and specifically watching the Briarwood arc. That's the best um, one. It's it's really good, and I knowing me, I'll just continue. Yeah, I may just completely rewatch. I was thinking campaign I, one. <laughs> I was thinking I I kind of want to re. So I got the we got the Wild Mount campaign book. Yes, we did too. And we were reading through the. Uh, it's it's underneath. It's holding my tablet <laughs> up right now underneath the camera. And uh, there was I did get a second to like read through the deities, and uh, they got to yeah. Vecna. Uh, mm-hmm. And I was like, I could watch that Vecna fight again. Like, all the way from yeah. where they're in that stone titan to yeah. where they get to Vecna. I'm actually excited to watch uh, the Conclave arc again, too. Oh, that would be good, too. Yeah. Um, oh, I do have one more pop culture thing. Yes. Okay. But it's for... It is a limited audience. So... <laughs> The guy, as many of our pop culture fair. items are. So if if you are fellow dollop listeners, uh, Dave Anthony has this ongoing bit where he's like, this is a bilingual podcast. And then uh, Gareth gets yes. angry. <laughs> I remember this. I know what you're talking about. Yes. And then Gareth gets like, we're not a bilingual podcast. We're not a lot of things. So he's like doubled down on the joke. And they found these guys who have their own pod in Spanish and are now reading the dollop in Spanish. It's <laughs> so good. And um but they also have a back catalog of their own stuff called Leyendas Legendarias, which is legendary legends, which I love. <laughs> <laughs> that's one of those things that's funnier in the original language, yeah. I feel. Well no, but it's it's equally absurd because it's the same okay. word twice. <laughs> But it's, uh, so if you are a Spanish speaker, or even if you're just a Spanish understander, or if you're trying to learn Spanish. It's a great way to learn a language. It is so much cases. fun. And it's it's a very much in the same vein. They're very much, uh, right now I'm listening to one that they, I'm looking at my phone so I can see which ones. They're, yeah. they're covering the Satanic Panic. 
Oh, yes. So it's cool because it's all it's stuff that some of them are stuff that started in the US but like yeah. disseminated everywhere, but they'd have one as well that I really liked about like there's like the first serial killer in Mexico and how fucked <laughs> like a fucked up thing that the the government did and ended up pardoning him and oh, then geez. they they pardoned him and then there's a statue <laughs> dedicated to him and uh it's it's just ridiculous <laughs> <laughs> and then That's there's awesome. there's a whole section of like uh legendary creatures like like the guys from Supernatural should listen to like the three episodes of these cuz it's like legend uh creatures from North America, creatures from South America and creatures from Central America. That's um, awesome. Of just like all these like fake things like chupacabra or like Bigfoot. Chupacabra's real. Yeah, chupacabra is like super legit, man. Or like skinwalkers and all this other stuff. Yeah. But it's, uh, so they kind of go everywhere. They're kind of all over it. That's awesome. Um, I have one more quick public culture thing before we catch people up on our Avernus. Oh, yeah. Um, I have, I've been talking about it for months, uh-huh. but it took a quarantine to get me to do it. <laughs> I have finally started Witcher. Yay. Yay. I'm very excited. I have gotten in. I am on full story mode because even in story mode, I'm a shit fighter. Uh, <laughs> Same. But so that's I, how I feel with Uncharted. I've also determined that as much as I can, I'm going to travel by horse on Roach to the different parts of the map because it's more fun than the instant transportation. <laughs> uh, yeah, I've I've I have about three hours into Witcher. That's the extent of how far I've gotten. Um, but I've already gone. Oh, here's my main quest? Okay, well, here's, like, 47 side quests I'm gonna do instead. I'm gonna do all these other things because it's fun times. Thanks, bye! Basically, yeah. (laughs) Um, But, yeah. But, in terms of the other ongoing storyline we keep you guys updated on, (gasps) we did our first entirely online Avernus session episode. I may share that picture on our pod feed because I think I saved it yeah. to mine, but not to the pod. Yeah, I, I don't think you saved it to the pod. Uh, we had a special guest star of Brother Matt's wife, Dana, Yay. playing one of her NPCs, which I wor- I think you can tell there's very little going on in their house because I was like, this is a shopping episode. There's not <laughs> a lot to do. You know what, though? She did well. She jumped in. She jumped she in did. here and there and was like, I want to do a thing. I want help here. And I was... I was real dumb and put in a possible small creature for someone to have that I, for some reason, in my insanity, <laughs> didn't think someone would take. And now I have had to create stats for a Niffler. Yay! Yeah. Can we can we share how it went down? Because I think... Sure. So Dana is a Harry Potter fanatic. Like, we're fans. Yeah. But I think yeah, she yeah, yeah. takes the cake. She's a fanatic. And so yes. in one of the stories we went to... She would never admit it. We, we, in one of the stories we went to, there was definitely an am- aminal, animal. An animal. <laughs> where we were like, is that... Like, Danny and I looked at each other and were like, is that a Niffler? And I mind you, this is a woman that I, I haven't talked to since, like, Nixie's wedding. And we're yeah. talking to each other via a camera... Yeah, um, but somehow we managed to make eye contact and be like, "Yeah, that's a thing that's happening." Yep. And uh, uh, fiance Jesse picked up on it and was like, 
oh, is this a thing that we should want? Because he's not a Harry Potter fanatic. And we're yeah. like, yeah, 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 yeah. Buy that thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he goes, okay, I'm going to buy that Niffler and make it my familiar. And then I was... Yes. <laughs> and then I was thinking, how much fun would uh, would Lou, my rogue, have with that Niffler? I think yeah, she don't needs... ever give Lou a Niffler. She needs a Niffler. I think her don't best ever. friend would be a Niffler. Especially after the stats I gave the Niffler. Don't ever give Lou a Niffler. <laughs> Just stealing shiny things. Maybe Lou is a Niffler. The Niffler has... One of its quote-unquote attacks is just a plus seven to snatch a shiny thing off a person. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah, I think in her next life, or she's going to learn how to polymorph into a Niffler. <laughs> and it has its own... Uh, it has its own um, pocket of... Pouch of holding that only holds shiny things. I like it. <laughs> Small space. Um, I'm into it. So yeah, there's a Niffler. There's a lot of... Sh- we shopped and we bought a lot of things. Lots of sh- you bought a ton of things. You visited the candy store because I found a PDF for magical candy. That was the best. And uh, you guys are set. <laughs> Tomorrow, you guys are heading to hell. We're going to hell. It's going to be fun. I'm excited. It's... I will tell you, I've spent a long time this week prepping. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm excited. I'm ready to hit the Rosie's ready to, like, kick some butt. Yeah, they'll definitely be butt kicking. Butt kicking. Kick I don't away. know whose butt will be get, ki- get kicked, mean, but they will definitely be butt kicking. Uh, fiance Jesse keeps doing the thing where he's like, if Waylon dies, I'm going to blah, blah. If Waylon dies, and I'm like, you need to stop killing Waylon in your brain because you're going to oh, jinx him. Matt's doing the same thing. These Matt's already holes. like, if, he, if, if he just goes down and building an Echo Knight... <laughs> I, so they're both trying to build an Echo Knight. So it's just they're, gonna, both, trying- they're both just going to get us TPK'd and then build a whole team of Echo Knights. Well, I mean, they don't have to. The full team doesn't get TPK'd. Just one of them has to I'm just going to gonna throw them both into a lava pit and then be like, go find your Echo Knights. Rosie's going to be Rosie. And she's going to have two Echo Knight buddies. My, my favorite is how they both want to be Echo Knights and neither of them are considering building a cleric to go into hell with God them. forbid. God forbid. No. <laughs> I think I'm the only one who thinks that way <laughs> in any of our campaigns. I forbid you have a cleric with you. Just, or a, just a healer of any sort. Uh, I like how I love... Nick got real offended uh-huh. when I said that they don't have a healer with them. Uh-huh. And Nick is like, I am a healer. He's and I was not. Like, You're a druid He's, who throws healing spells. He is, he is the druid version of Laura Bailey's cleric. Yes. It's like, no, no, no. You could be a healer, but you choose not to. You instead choose there's, to become a beast at every opportunity. <laughs> there's, I think, uh, I think there's only been a few times that he actually, like, has healed people. I don't know that he, yeah, I think he's used a healing spell once. <laughs> yeah. Maybe twice. Yeah. <laughs> Thankfully, your DM gives you lots of potions. So many potions, and we've got a, a, a couple. There's no clerics. Yeah, and we got a couple of uh, of uh, of like fun little ra- like class features that allow us to heal ourselves a bit, if you will. Yes, a few of you do. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, here's the reality: if Rosie goes down, I'm gonna be the healer because that is what I do. <laughs> Grace heal things. Uh, yeah, we also. What do cleric do? What cleric do? 
Um, yeah, my Ellie is still going strong. Uh, we got to play with her as well. There was, funnily enough, also a shopping episode for the Heroes of Barovia last week. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and Ellie's like, I just need healy things. More healy things. <laughs> this is what happens, guys, when we don't see each other for an entire yeah, week. Sorry, we you get like 20 minutes of... About Dungeons and Dragons yeah. on the podcast. Pro- so we're going to start oh, right. we're talking here to talk about, about while we're here. January 6th, 2006. Did you get that time jump right there? Yeah, 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 yeah. Wowza. Yeah, it's September to January. That's a crazy break. Mid-season break. Uh, they did, like, they really did, it was, like, two mini-seasons, but it was one season. Yike. Yeah. Directed by Joe and Paul, directed by Andy Makita. Um, Written I by wanted Joe to point Paul. out. Yeah, what'd I say? Directed and then Directed. Oh, everybody directed everything. Everyone directed everything. They directed the writing. Yeah. <laughs> and I say. I wanted to point out two guest stars here since we are, you know, as you've gathered, fans of local news. Uh, Don Chuby and Dagmar Midcap are actual anchors that oh. they cast. Uh, Don, I couldn't see what station she was at at the time, but she does media consulting now for, I think, a lot of local news. But Dagmar, at the time, was co-host of Driving Television on BCTV uh, and is currently the weather anchor for KNSD in San Diego. I know KNSD. Yep. She is the evening weather anchor. Nice. And also, as equally important, she was in Airbud 7th Inning Stretch. Super important. Wait, is this is that the seventh Airbud movie? I don't know. <laughs> because that probably. would be amazing if there are seven Airbud movies. I'm hoping it is. If, look, if we are quarantined long enough, I may have an Airbud marathon. I've already said that if we're quarantined long enough, I'm watching cats. <laughs> no, and I will commentary track cats. I will MST three cats. I'm so if we are MST3 here long three cats. <laughs> I will MST three cats if we are, if we are quarantined long enough. All right. Okay. Fine. I'll. I'll. I'll you... I'm in. I'm in. <laughs> I can't let you do this alone. Okay. <laughs> um. But also, this episode is packed with people we've seen before. Jason George, Tony Todd are back with us. So Don Don S Davies, who we actually last night briefly saw in an episode of West Wing, ah. as Nick and I are doing our rewatch. Um. Uh, Tony Amendola, William B. Davis, Gary Chalkback is Colonel Chekhov, Louis Gossett Jr. I mean, the list of guest stars in this episode There's is There's more intense. guest stars than actual stars. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Chris Judge's brother is back. Yeah. Nice. So previously on Stargate, Cam and Daniel went to visit the Sudan because there's a prior plague on Earth, mm-hmm. and Garrick is now a prior, which is bad. Also, mm-hmm. Sam's old flame is back as a child. Creepy. Yes. Okay. So, Garrick tries to preach the good words to the Jaffa Council on how great the Ori are, how much they love us, and he stands here as proof of their divine might, and Teal'c is not having any of this. No. No. It's all crap he's heard before. It's all unreal. Yeah. He's like, look, they're poisoned your minds. Uh, we just learned from an ancient who just came to visit us yeah. that he gave up being ascended. So, like, I mean, that's it's pretty big legit. deal. Yeah, uh, 
came to warn us that they just want to steal power from their followers, that they're not benevolent, that they're manipulative assholes who just want to toss your ass on the street when they're done with you. Yeah. And they're no better than the ghoul. Yeah, they're basically uh, just doing contested persuasion checks, I feel, like back and forth. <laughs> yes. Um, yes. But I want to comment, I like whatever their weird lays are that they're all wearing, yeah. their council things. I'm going to need one of those mm-hmm. when I finally graduate from college. Thanks, please. <laughs> it's very similar to, it's very similar to the master's, the, oh, the master's cowboys. yeah. Yeah. You have to get your master's. Fine. The, okay. Uh, Garrick is not listening to any of this. I mean, the Ori are totally real gods, guys. Look at these cool new powers. And he raises all of the Book of Origin copies. I mean, it's a cantrip at best. It's 100% just a cantrip. It's like Wingardium Leviosa cantrip. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Dumb. Okay. 100%. Okay. <laughs> so back at the... I mean, listen, though. If other, If no one... If you're the first wizard that these people have encountered, even a cantrip... Yeah, I mean, it's like, I'm not knocking it that hard. Ellie's done her share of like, I'm going to use thaumaturgy in this persuasion yeah. check. <laughs> uh-huh. And then like boobs her voice or does something cool with it. Okay. I really thought you said boobs, boobs. her voice. Boobs in their I voice. Mean, listen, that is a thaumaturgy that I will admit that I've used before. Yeah, the boobs. Use the boobs in your voice? Yeah. <laughs> so back at the SGC, they have people starting to die on the base. Hey, that's not uh, good. Lantry is frustrated by the fact that there's nothing he can do for people because he can't fight an enemy like a virus. Mm-hmm. Um, he's going to go see them over Carolyn's insistence that he just take care of himself. Yeah. And Walter comes up. The CDC has just confirmed that it, uh, the plague has spread to Mexico and Canada. Dun, dun, dun. We could be looking at a global pandemic. What? We've never heard of those. Are we going to have a science corner on pandemics? No. Please don't. (laughs) No. I, you know, I thought of it for a second, but I just can't. Guys, uh, if you want a science corner on global pandemics, go watch your local news. Go go to the... It's preferable over a 24-hour news channel. I'll tell you this. National Geographic is making all access to COVID-19 related stories free. Yes. So go to National Geographic, a trusted source of real information. Or go to your local news teams. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Um, There is a number of to say there's a number of news organizations that have taken their paywall down yeah. during this time including things like the new york times and stuff like that yeah. so support journalism okay so we're back in the Sunan village yes. before i go off on a news yeah, hit yeah, yeah 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 cam and daniel are you know locked in the shack again did we um, did, cam doesn't did we decide what we call those is it camniel camniel yeah we haven't necessarily come up with a with a bro name do we just him. go dan cam Dan Cam. <laughs> Cam I Dan. Know. I don't know. It's weird. I'm not sure. Okay, just checking. Yeah, i just been calling them the bros. The bros. Yeah, muscle bros. The bicep bros. <laughs> bicep bros. Yes. I love it. <laughs> uh, Cam doesn't keep to care that much because he's been here, been there, done that. Uh-huh. And he's happy to see Jolan. Um, and Lord Haikon wants to see Cam, only Cam. Daniel gets left here. Sad Daniel. On the way, Jolan tells him how dumb it was to come back. Cam's like, yeah, I know. (laughs) 
I know. Uh, and they sit and have tea with Haikon. He apologizes for making him wait. He was off dealing with non-believers conspiring against the Ori. Because uh, a prior told them to, quote, leave not the smallest pebble nor allow any hindrance that will slow your people's progress. Ugh. The first in so much scripture that I'm not going to keep quoting in this episode. So, like, they don't actually ever speak in just words. They only speak no. in... It's very culty. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Um, but before Cam can say anything to try to be like, hey, the Ori aren't cool... Haikon is like, oh no, I've already figured it out. Uh, I've already decided to tell the priors and go fuck themselves. He's like, yeah, yeah, the Ori are hot garbage. Um, and yeah. we're not interested. <laughs> no, we, we no longer would like uh, your newsletter anymore. Thank you. You're going to send your newsletter back. Unsubscribe. Um, <laughs> <laughs> They went, but it's one of those things where you hit unsubscribe and then they keep sending you yeah. things. You have to unsubscribe <laughs> like, like four times. Please leave me alone. Yeah. So they went to the planet expecting an army to go against. They brought 200 warriors, but they just found farmers hmm. who were do- dumb enough to realize that you can't just say no to the priors. Sad. Um, and the Sodan don't kill innocent people. They then went to another world which they heard had defied the Ori and found the entire civilization had been wiped out by mysterious plague and there was no one living there anymore. Uh, you know, they just like to spam those plagues, don't they? Like, that's their only yeah. move. Yeah. Well, it's been really fucking effective so far. Well, true. Why would you have another move when your first move has 100% success <laughs> yeah, rate? and I plague. <laughs> I plague again. <laughs> Speaking of that play, Cam pivots the conversation. That shit's on Earth now, and most likely will also be here once they found out that you're telling the Ori to go fuck themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we have a plan, but you're really not going to like it. Oh, That's a good luck. I would, I'm, I'm going to see while this goes. Hopefully the video works. I'm going to see how big yeah. I can make my hair go. Whereas mine's all slicked back. I know. Time. So on Earth, Orlin is working on a computer and with paper notes, and Sam comes in, and um, she's worried about him, because the test results show that his brain's shutting down. Yeah. Which is not good, normally. And tells him it's not so much your brain breaking from having to hold and then lose all the knowledge, it's it's from you trying to actively hold on to these memories, which yeah. is why it's dying. Yeah, um, I've Orlin's... decided to call him Tiny Orlin from here on out. Tiny Orlin? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, Tiny Orlin is like, yeah, human brains are squishy and not worth much. He ancient splains at Sam. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> what a jerk. Which part of me is actually like, it's like, I'm not 100% I have conflicting feelings. It's not as bad as mansplaining or boysplaining from him. So, uh-huh. but he's definitely ancient splaining. He's like, let me it's just tell you. Definitely ancient yeah. <laughs> uh, Sam realizes that Orlin knew this would happen, and he's like, yeah, I didn't. the the uh, The list of choices was limited. <laughs> it was this or, or not. So, <laughs> cake or death. <laughs> 
Uh, and she, which I already have in my notes for later, so okay. don't worry. Thank you. We'll be quoting Eddie Izzard later. Uh, you know, if I can make you quote Eddie Izzard once a session, I'm, I'm happy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, and she tells him, like, look, we have a chance now because of your effort. Like, give up the memories. You've done enough. Keep your brain from sacrificing everything in a battle that it's going to lose. Mm-hmm. Write them down. Give me notes. I'll complete the vaccine. And he's like, I, I, I hate to, I hate to say this, but it they're too complex for you to figure yeah. out. Oh, ouch! She's like, try me. <laughs> I'm surprised she doesn't like flip the table here. I feel like mentally yeah. she's probably flipping a table. Come at me, bro. Yeah, I threw a sun at a thing. <laughs> yeah, Don't exactly. St- Try me. <laughs> yeah. Don't go criticizing. Like, no, sorry. Um, <laughs> but Orlin can't. Like, this is a job that he can't entrust to anyone else. Hmm. This is his job. He has to see this through. And this is why he came here. Orlin needs to learn to delegate. Delegating is important. He doesn't feel he can delegate this to That's anyone. That's true. He knew the end. He knew what the end of this road was. Mm-hmm. He knew that this ended in brain drain. Yeah. This. Well, and um. I, and I bet it still could. But here's a thought, right? What if he had yeah. a team of Sams, if you will, to help him? <laughs> to yeah. help him do it. I mean, he may still have ended up in the same place, but I bet they could have gotten more information like, okay, you, I'm going to give this limited window of things to. You other, Sam, I'm going to give this other limited window of things to. Yeah. And then you, you're you not trying to put all of the thoughts in one person, but, you know, yeah. our strength as human beings is our ability to work together. So if true. he had gotten a group of them, a group of us, I bet he could have gotten somewhere with it. But we also know... That I will also, a subject we will also touch on later, for all of the ancient's power mm-hmm. and knowledge, there is also a bit of arrogance that comes with that. Yeah, goddamn that arrogance factor yep. <laughs> every time. It's a whole different type of arrogance than Gould arrogance. Yeah. yeah. I will cover that later when I make comparisons with another major franchise. Uh, I'm excited. Uh, and then Sam, after this conversation, just walks away. Yeah, and she walks away. So in the... oh, It's a poppy, puppy. a poppy sneak peek for the video, people. For the... Yes. So in the Sudan village, Cam puts on the prior pulsar, which is what I'm calling it, <laughs> in the ground, smartly in a bag, so it doesn't get dirty, yep. um, and buries it. And Daniel briefs the warriors and SG-22 on how the prior pulsar works. Mm-hmm. Uh, good news, won't affect us. Bad news... May not affect the prior either. Yeah. It could do nothing. It could do Experimental technology. Nothing. Yeah. Cam uh, pipes in that he has the remotes. They don't know what frequencies needed to penetrate his brain. Uh, and it's going to be a trial and error approach. Mm-hmm. And they'll know it's working when the prior can't use its powers anymore. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hey, that sounds safe. And how do we know when he can't use his powers? someone's gonna have to test it and everyone's quiet looking around and he's like don't worry that someone is cam (laughs) and daniel does this like happy like damn right it's cam yeah because it ain't gonna be me yeah uh but the plan
plan is simple. Disable the prior, take a sample of blood, send it back to the SGC, finish the cure, we turn the prior against the aura, call it a day. Mm-hmm. Daniel, Daniel's driving. No big. And tosses them in the remote. Yeah. <laughs> simple plan. Yeah. And the confidence level of this plan is that such in that there is no other options. Yeah. It's the only way we know how to move forward. Therefore, we're just going to Wolverine Claw attack at it and hope we don't die. (laughs) Yep. Basically. (laughs) On Takara, Braytek and Teal'c come into the council room. Mm -hmm. Um, Braytek fears that they've lost the council, but Teal'c never gives up, never surrenders. (laughs) The Jaffa Nation doesn't want a war, let alone a civil war. And the Ori have already ordered, apparently, Garrick to smash the unbelievers in the Jaffa <laughs> Crush ranks. the opposition. Sorry. And Braytek thinks that they need to retreat into the shadows a bit. But Teal'c has the opposite view. Mm-hmm. He thinks that they need to group on Chulak. Yeah. And I want to point out stand. that I really like that he says a stand on Chulak because it sounds like a History Channel miniseries. It does. <laughs> it do- well, he has his own History Channel episode later on oh. as he's talking with uh, Garrick. Yeah. But they want to leave the council with a choice. And that choice is the Ori or your brother Jaffa. Mm. And he's either going to have to kill millions of Jaffa or turn your back on the Ori. And he truly believes that they are going to choose wisely. Let's hope. And they will gather the fleets on Chulak. Dun, dun, dun. So, so back with little Orlin. Uh, he's crumpling up paper, tossing it around as Sam comes back in. And I love this part so much that I just wrote it down word for word. Okay. He goes, it's like catching a glimpse of something from the corner of your eye and then turning around and they're gone. Mm. And you begin to actually doubt whether you actually saw them in the first place. How can you regret regret losing a memory you can't even remember? Ouch. Yeah. Sad boy. He's gone full emo. But it's also just... I loved the poetry of that. Of how can you... Because I feel like so many people go through that in, in life. Yeah. Of when you lose a memory... You know, whether it's something like Alzheimer's, something like anything else that starts to eat away at your brain like that. It's like, how can you regret losing something that you don't even remember in the first place? Well, it comes to the same thing that we witness here. It's not about what you lose, but it's also about the people around you and the pain that yeah. they watch or they have to yeah. deal with. Um, spoilers at the end. Really, the one that we see in pain is Sam. Yeah. Uh, just like when those kind of things happen while it is scary and difficult I imagine for the person in that situation not understanding what's happening uh, yeah. there's a lot of hurt in the people who love you and that's mm-hmm. the crappy part I mean it's all crappy yeah. but that part's just crappy too yeah so he's he's not going to write down instructions he is writing down instructions for Sam to build the cure if he's too far gone by the time they get the blood and because he's he can't completely he can't control what memories he loses Mm -hmm. and in time he's going to lose all of it 
Um, and for now, it's just not fair. And he tells her that it's best if he works alone. Did we lose a, did we lose a grace? Um, I should be back. Somebody tried to call me. Oh, okay. Do you see me now? I think. Yeah, but you're frozen. Okay. Hang on. Okay. Now you're back. Okay, good. Guys. This is real life. I'm not editing any of this out. (laughs) Nope, we're leaving it in. Uh, So back in the map room. The map room. (laughs) Always the map. Nobody maps in the map room. Always the map. So so much of my life this week. (laughs) That's been maps? Was maps. Guys, do you know how many counties there are in the United States? There's a fucking ton of them. A lot. Do you know how I know? Because I've had to load almost all of them in alphabetical order. Yeah, I had to deal with uh, all the counties in Wisconsin at one point. Uh That was the bane of my existence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I made it easier for us. (laughs) I had to go through... Well, I had to go through all the counties about... Four times for the project I was working on. Fun times. Fun times. Okay, so in the map room, the local news is going on about how the the plague is spreading at an alarming rate and Mm self-quarantine and social distancing and... uh (laughs) Uh-huh. None of that sounds familiar. And don't overwhelm your healthcare system. It's science fiction. None of that is real. It's total science fiction. Mm -hmm. (laughs) <laughs> so Walter tells Landry that it has also spread to China, Great Britain, <laughs> Russia. They've all grounded their air travel and closed their ports. Do you know the meme with the guy and the butterfly? Yeah. I was like, are this a global pandemic? <laughs> <laughs> That's how I feel right now. Um, and and Walter has the, or not Walter, I'm sorry. Give credit to Landry, has the quote of the week. This is out of control, and it's only going to get worse. Yeah. <laughs> Yikes. So, and according to Hammond's office, allies have expressed concern about their cover story and how long they can maintain it. And in the briefing room, we get to sit down with those allies from other countries, uh, with Landry. Uh, this is not a meeting where I want Landry's job. Not that I typically want Landry's job. <laughs> No, this is a this is a tough one. This is a tough uh, international roundtable, if you will. Yeah, everyone is Monday morning quarterbacking about sending SG six to that planet. Uh-huh. Then she's like, "Look, we are there to gather intelligence. Like, no one could have predicted they would bring back the plague." Also, this is a moment of active change. Yeah. Deciding what we should have done does not help in that moment. No, no. This is We're changing here. crisis. Hang on, I'm going to look it up in my school book. Because <laughs> I literally am reading on change right now. It's like <laughs> organizational crisis and unplanned change. Um, okay, you keep going. I'm going to find it. Okay. Okay, so also he points out that your liaison, Woolsey, knew about the mission and signed off on the mission and was okay with the mission. And they're like, some French guy's like, well, maybe he wasn't fully briefed on what could have happened with his French accent. Uh, Landry interrupts him and is like, look, the Orag are to come after us sooner or later. We're not, they were just, we're going to sit and wait for the Orag to come? Or we could be looking for ways to stop them. Yeah. And, Yeah. And Landry, like, lambasts them for trying to finger point 
Chekhov's like, we're not trying to finger point. Narrator voice. But they were trying to finger point. <laughs> uh, Chekhov is wanting to understand how this happened to avoid something like this from happening again. And Landry points out that before we like try to figure out how to stop this from happening again, we have to get through We have to stop the happening it from now. happening now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we must... We must survive the current crisis before we deal (laughs) with how to prevent it in the future. There are steps that need to be taken in a specific order. (laughs) Cart, horse, you know the metaphor. (laughs) I mean, I would love a self-pulling cart that just brings the horses along with them. (laughs) So back on Takara, Teal'c and Braytac are quietly convincing Jaffa in the shadows an amazing high roll on perception because Teal'c has like plus 15 on perception rolls sure. this episode. Using all the words that Jaffa love, talking about everything they believe, valuing the lives of their brothers. All the catchphrases. All the catchphrases. Uh-huh. Brothers. All of them. Loyalty. All the catchy phrases. All the catchy phrases. <laughs> all the catchy phrases. All the catchy phrases. I think of, remember that step uh, in Step Brothers, in the movie Step Brothers, yes. when they make the video? Um, Vaguely, only for the, once. for the Catalina wine mixer, and they're just throwing out words. Also, I feel like every now and then, just say synergy. <laughs> synergy. Okay, I'm done. Yeah, it's all like the Jaffa meeting buzzwords yeah. that he throws in there. Yeah. So they have to gather a force as big as they can because they wanted to make the decision as difficult as possible, mm-hmm. as Jafali possible. <laughs> and this guy admits, like Garrick is not a Jaffa anymore. Mm. He's a prior. Yikes. But Teal'c knows that the heart of a Jaffa is somewhere within Garrick. He just wow. has to find it. That's quite... That's quite an insight. On But you know what? The way Teal'c says it, I'm like, yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, uh-huh. he's, 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 he's got it. So this guy knows the plan is mad. It's crazy. Uh-huh. But he once thought defeating the Gould was crazy. And Teal'c has his support. Yeah. I mean, well, here's here's the thing, right? This would have gotten a lot easier if Teal'c just said, so I'm going to go full Moana on Garrick and be like, <laughs> uh-huh. you know who you are. Yeah. And then he's going to stop being the lava monster and then just become the pretty green lush mountain. But I mean, that's kind of what happens, except instead he turns into fire. Uh-huh. Spoilers. <laughs> Tafiti. <laughs> you know who you are. Okay, I'm done. So he kind of just reverses yeah. that. He kind of just turns into the lava yeah. monster. Yeah. You know who you are. <laughs> a lava monster. You know what? That's going to be my new go-to when somebody asks me how I'm feeling lately. I'm just going to say, like a lava monster. <laughs> And nobody will understand what I mean, except you Are you guys. Lava Monster? I am yeah. Lava Monster. You... I'm full Lava Monster right now. Are you Are you Happy Green Island, nope. or are you Lava Monster? Lava Monster for life. Lava Monster. We're going to make a theme song. Lava Monster. Lava Monster. Lava Monster. <laughs> yeah. Lava Monster. Something that feels very, like, phantom-ish. Lava Monster. Lava Monster. 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 <laughs> That's going to sound great out of sync. <laughs> it is 100% may or may not be. Uh, we can just rewrite the words to the <laughs> critical role theme song. 
I was gonna go. Um, uh, oh, what is it? It's uh, the Talking Head Psycho Killer, Lava Monster. Oh, that works too. Kiss Kiss Sing. Haven't we learned that we can't sing over the delay? That's in huh? Don't care. <laughs> Again, I'm still saying when we get to record this face to face, all musical it's, episode. It's going to be the musical version, mind you. Neither Nixie or I can carry a tune, so it's nope. going to be super fun all in your ears. Um, yep. Don't let your dogs listen, because <laughs> they're going to be. Well, mad. I, I don't. I don't think I've ever shared this. I may have. So when I do sing, Kaylee, we can't decide. <laughs> Kaylee either gets so annoyed. <laughs> That she has to bark at me to stop, or she's trying to sing along with me. I think she's your hype woman. I think she wants in. <laughs> she's like, let's do it. Because she also is pitchy. So she, she doesn't pitchy. know that you're pitchy. No. She's like, let's she do this. I'm completely, she thinks I'm completely in tune. You're, you're Josie and the Pussycats as far as she's concerned. You guys are doing it. <laughs> Hells yeah. <laughs> so in the Sanan village, the prior is here. The cigarette-smoking prior is here. <laughs> uh, everyone is set. Cam reminds them that they need him alive. Stay alive. <laughs> uh, and and Cam casts invisibility on himself. Uh-huh. Uh, it's not greater invisibility. He's able to be knocked out pretty quickly, sure. but the Sudan give him a scroll at least. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, I've got my own <laughs> D&D terms coming up. I'm so excited. So the prior, as they get to the village... Uh, and, and, and gets to the circle, asks Haikon, you know, I mean, you went to the planet, but no one's dead. What's up? Haikon <laughs> tells him, we take orders from no one. Dun, dun, dun. And Alfred's like, look, we offered you enlightenment and immortality, and all you had to do is go kill some people for it. And they're like, yeah, but the price is too high. Yeah. It goes against the essence the spirit of the sodan price and is too he, damn high yeah he's like look i don't i love this this is the mic drop of the episode I, we don't doubt your power we just doubt your worthiness as god boy you just got told yeah yeah <laughs> uh daniel sees this and turns the device on uh-huh. the prior senses something is up yeah and head tilts throws haikon and jelana the circle uh-huh Daniel tries a different setting. He's his the dispel prior... magic is not working. Over and no. over and over. It's like higher yeah. levels, Daniel. You gotta cast it at uh-huh. a higher level. <laughs> and so he prior sends out another wave, uh hits Cam, reverts him to visible. <laughs> Daniel casts at a higher level. Yeah. <laughs> the prior grabs Cam, throws him up in the air, flipping him, holding him there, Yikes. spouting off the book of origin scripture. Daniel tries a uh, casting it at a higher level. Yeah. The prior bad guy speeches at Cam. Uh, he was. It was unwise to challenge him. Did you think you could capture me? Blah 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 as blah blah. Yeah. <laughs> Daniel at this point is rolling dice as he casts it as a higher level. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He's like anything, anything, divine intervention, something. Uh, the prior bad guy. Well, so uh, just as the prior is force choking Cam, Daniel casts dispel magic. Or count. I mean, he's tried counter spell this time. Yeah, may, I don't know. Who knows? I think maybe he he rolls in at twenty. Yeah, I think he started with counter spell and then moved up to dispel magic, and yeah. finally got it to yeah. work. Yeah. Uh, but Cam just drops face force to the ground, which hurts. <laughs> 
And you can see the prior's face as he realizes what has just happened yeah. as Cam zats him. Ha ha. So Daniel walks into his office to find him in there. <gasps> hey, in case we were all feeling real shitty, let's take a minute and just enjoy Hammond. Oh my god, Donis Davies is just this calming, soothing mm-hmm. spirit of this episode. Yep. Also, can I point out to the video people, I like how even when I'm by myself, I don't know how to stay in the frame of the video shot. Um, <laughs> which I know is something usually Nixie has to be in charge of by, yep. by pulling my arm and being like, get in the picture. Well, you do have a nice uh, skeleton friend behind yeah, you. Yeah, my is... buddy right here. Hello, buddy. He's sitting on my hand now. <laughs> that hurts my wrist a lot more than it should. Can you? That's how this this. I'm bending my hand not even ninety degrees back. Because your wrist yeah. doesn't like you. Because life is really hard when you're a designer. Ow! Ow! Don't stop it. I'm not even at forty five degrees. These. When you go into the doctor's office and he goes, "It hurts when I do this." Just don't. Don't do that. Yeah, but I, for it now. shouldn't hurt. Okay. Yeah, I, okay. Okay, I'm done. There's lots of things that shouldn't hurt, sure. and then they do. Oh, that's so deep, Nixie. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, my calves shouldn't completely get pulled and then want to stab me when I run a mile. Yeah. And yet they do. That's mean. Because Nixie doesn't do cardio well. Oh. I do cardio. I don't do anything else well, but I do cardio. <laughs> Yay hard. So Okay. Yeah. So, um, Landry just got off the phone. Oh, I do like where he admit the grilling that he got was medium rare. <laughs> so he gets off the he got off the phone with the CDC. A flight left Salt Lake City three days after they ID'd the plague, and they had to stop over in O'Hare and continue to Charles to call airport. Yeah. It's bedtimes, but also before we move too far away from the grill. Yeah. I would watch their YouTube channel. Oh, they're cooking channel? I want, 100%. Well, I want it to just be called Grill Guys. And it's yeah, just them 100%. in, like, chef's aprons. And then sometimes you have uh, Jack as a special guest sure, star. Sure, yeah. And he's just drinking yeah. beers and, like, commenting and not helping at all. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I like it. Grill he's Guys. He's making things more difficult. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Grill Guys. Yeah. And then they have they have uh, aprons that with clearly homemade like grill guys yeah, logo lo- um, that was like ironed on. That's uh guess who's uh, thought of a pot card. <laughs> I do enjoy the amount of uh yeah, write that shit down yeah. and text it to me. I do like the amount of uh on YouTube like use what's in your pantry cooking episodes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that have happened. We've been watching a few of those. Nice. Um, so yeah, uh, the the plague is in Paris now. Three people tested positive on the flight. Uh, at this rate, in three days, uh, it'll hit the Middle East, ah. and in six days, it'll hit China. It's like reverse the reverse pe- Corona virus. It's the I can't do it. I was gonna figure out what Corona looks like backwards. It's Anoro. <laughs> Nope. <laughs> uh, Div, Divok. Oh yeah, Divok ninety one. Divok. Divok. <laughs> Divok ninety one. And then Landry says the stock market has taken a dive, and people are panicked buying. I'm sure toilet paper for things, 
and admits that if this does enough damage, it could start destabilizing governments. I'm gonna <laughs> just... Huh. <sighs> Guys. Cereva Narok. Somehow. Virus. Here's the thing. Here's the part that cracks me up. Uh-huh. When I say cracks me up, we'll get later in this episode. I'm just gonna jump to it now, because sure. we're in a non-linear episode at this point. Where after it's done, they're like, it has killed 3,000 people. And I'm like, what I find most amazing is that this episode that was going, here is this horrible plague that is pandemicing itself across the US or across the world. And even in this worst case scenario, they're talking about it killed 3,000 people. This is only my... I'm only going to allow myself to cry laugh once in this episode. <laughs> this is that time! <laughs> Guys, we're all in this together. We can do Teamwork it. Teamwork makes the dream work. We're here. We're here for you guys. So in the Sudan village, the pulse, the prior pulser is unburied now, and the prior walks up. Wakes up, doesn't walk up. He wakes up, and we see a spot on his arm. Daniel's like, hope you don't mind. We stole blood from you. <laughs> I like that he says we bored into you. Like he was yeah. uh, like, I love that. That was such, that's clever writing. Because it's like, you're not even a person to us. You're just a fucking yeah. thing. Uh, and and he stands up and he tries to like, prior reach his hand out and everyone's guns go up and Cam like does the fake out. I love that oh, part so much. That's so much my favorite part in the whole thing. So that he's good. just like fucking around with him. He's like, ha 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 ha. I know. You suck. <laughs> Your force doesn't work here. Ha ha. <laughs> And Daniel's like, yeah, that warm, fuzzy feeling is the effects of our new toy that inhibits your powers. <laughs> and symptoms may include dizziness, irritability, nausea, hot dog fingers. Erectile dysfunction. What is hot dog fingers? I, okay, listen, I did not look this up. I have a very strong feeling it is when the circulation fucks with your fingers. Uh-huh. Like, I get it if I'm out in the hot or, like, if you have salt and it's just, like, you... It's that harder time. You can't get your rings off. Oh, and your like neuropathy. Like basically, you lose yeah. the nerve sensation in the ends of your fingers. Yeah. Okay. Because like, if I'm out walking a ton on a really hot day, it gets to the point where I can almost can't make a fist. Yeah. Because there's so much blood in my fingers. Yeah. It's I'm assuming those are hot dog fingers. Hot dog fingers. I did not realize that was the technical term. Now I know. I don't think it is. It is. It is now. <laughs> okay. Because Cam okay. said so. Cam said so, and now it is in medical journals. It is in journals. So the prior is clearly a little off-put and has not been in this position where he hasn't had his force powers. Mm -hmm. Um, Not expecting this. And he goes on about how the Ori definitely know about this effort to their, like, eminence and will, you know, strike you down where you stand. Blah, 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 blah. Cam and Daniel are like, yeah, no. I mean, they look up at the sky. I'm like, oh, I feel a little thirsty, but I don't think that counts. (laughs) Uh, they're coming this great comedic duo, the two of them. Yeah. Well, you know, the bicep bros, they gotta do what they gotta do. Even doing air quotes for each other. Yeah. <laughs> they, they like, and they definitely bro love each other, like, hard. Oh. The bromance is intense. They're like, bro, bro. Like, they could have an entire conversation in the word bro. That's how tightly yes. knitted they are now. 
And what I also find, here is a dynamic that I find interesting because even, even the later parts before Cam, when we definitely had Daniel becoming more of this action Daniel, mm-hmm. he still action wasn't as broke. I have. He's our hero. Gonna, gonna take the, take the, the priors down, down to zero. zero. <laughs> Delay! <laughs> Um, no, I think that Cam has unlocked like this hidden bro that Daniel never knew that was inside of yeah. him. Yeah, he's like, I know who you bro. Yeah, because <laughs> you bro Daniel who you was are. Never, this bro. <laughs> <laughs> never did the hidden bro come out with Jack. This is the Moana episode, all in all, <laughs> because Cam knows who Daniel are. Uh huh. He's not a lava uh-huh. monster. <laughs> He's, uh, uh, I just forgot the rock's name in the movie Moana. Oh, I don't remember. Okay. It's fine. We'll get there. We'll find it. It's okay. Yeah. Someone will yell it at us and then we'll remember it. And Cam tells the prior in one of my favorite metaphors that he is just a dark side intergalactic encyclopedia. Maui, duh. Sorry. Oh, I thought you meant. Yeah, sorry, Maui. When you said rock thing, I was actually thinking about there is another one that has the rock creature. Oh, now that I'm blinking on that, but there's one that has like an actual little creature made out of rock. In Moana? No, it's not Moana, but my head put it in Moana when you said the rock creature and not just the person, the rock voices and... Guys, we're going off the rails. It's, it's, it's off the rails we've been. This is, this is what happens okay. when we don't see each other and we can't get all of this insanity out before we record See, what this. you guys don't realize is you only get like a like a 10% dose of it. You don't get uh-huh. a fully concentrate. You're like, uh, you know, like we're just feeding you small bits of our weirdness because too much of it is yeah. uh, can be hazardous to your health. Okay, let's get back yeah. on track. And then this... And then this quarantine has caused us that we can't like pressure valve it out at each other bottled up. at the times. <laughs> and just all of the tangents and multiple conversations that we have at the same time comes out in one podcast. It's, so Daniel tag teams with Cam, because I'm gonna talk about Stargate more. Uh-huh. He's like, Did you know the Ori need people to worship them for power? <laughs> like, I don't know how it works. Yeah. Or anything, but they drain power from the worshippers. And uh, you could probably talk to them and figure out how that works. Yeah. Also, haha, you're dumb. They've been lying to you. And the prior just looks around with that, can you believe this guy? (laughs) Look. (laughs) And spouts off more origin about how the Ori are perfection. He's like, no, 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 no. Because perfect beings wouldn't have to lie to ensure the loyalty of their followers. Yeah. the, the, um, The prior is basically trying to just go that circular talk at them yeah. and Cam and Daniel are like actually no we're versed in uh, cults and how to remove people from them so uh-huh. let us just talk to you instead okay bye um, and he does more origin quoting about raising people up and uh, and, uh, and and they're like yeah no they won't share that power with you because the Ori do not share power mm. and this is where Here's here's 
here's the thing that somehow I didn't see before here now, okay? Mm-hmm. I didn't see this before, and now I see it so clearly. The ancients are Jedi, and the Ori are Sith. Oh. Yeah. Because even the Jedi, I love the Jedi, guys. Even the Jedi's greatest flaw is their arrogance and their ego, which yeah. is, I believe, also the ancient's biggest flaw. Yeah. Well, that's the thing, right? Is you get these high powers. It's it's always a story of, like, Cain and Abel, or there's probably other religions that have a version of Cain and Abel, only I grew up with one religion, so I only know the one. <laughs> but it's like the good and the evil, you know? Like the fallen and the non-fallen, blah, blah, yeah. blah. And that's just, like, a thing for forever. So, but who knows? <laughs> I don't know. I was trying to remember what this rock monster was I from. really dig it. Um, what did it look like? I'm going to help you because now we've derailed the podcast for Rock Monster. Yep, we have. Is it we on? Have. Are you thinking of Anger from Inside Out? No. No. Does he look kind of like I'm the not. thing? No. He looks a little bit more like the one from Galaxy Quest. He was gray. Are you thinking of the guys in Frozen? No. <laughs> Guys, this is going to be real. It like Wait, 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 wait. No. 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 It's the one from um what's uh, It's a uh, It was Puppets, Puppets on Netflix, and it was the kids uh they brought it back. Oh my god, I'm just blanking on the No, I I got it. It's not animated. It's Puppets. Okay. Puppets. On- the one that came out no, it's the one that came out last year that was so good, and I'm somehow in blank. Dark Crystal. Dark Crystal. She goes down underneath the throne, and she makes friends with the rock creature. Gotcha. Yes, 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 So yes, when you yes, said yes. rock creature Moana, that's the rock creature I was imagining. <laughs> this, this tangent has been brought to you by <laughs> the quarantined brains of Nixie and Grace. Uh-huh. None of this is getting cut. I just need you to understand that. Okay. Oh, no. It's all staying in because this is the life we live right now. (laughs) I think it's... Was it Lore? Lore! I think? It's Lore. I don't know. Lore. I didn't actually finish Dark Crystal. Don't yell at me. (gasps) You should do that. I can do that now, probably, when I decide to take care of myself and take some time away from this computer. (laughs) Yes. Okay. Got it. Got it. Ready. Okay. Yeah, it's the weird rock creature. Okay. From yeah. Okay. Priors. Okay, back to Ori. Priors and Ori. Okay. Uh, now I just lost my page. They were talking to Cam and Daniel, and they were like, "Hey, they're yep. draining your powers, and you're dumb, and you're actually like the Jedi and the Sith." And we just realized that the ancients. And yep. Okay. Yeah, we're like halfway through the episode. <laughs> we're gonna speed it up. Let's go. Okay. So, uh, the more origin quoting about raising people up, and they're like, yeah, uh, no, I said that part already, because I finished it, because we were talking about Star Wars. Awesome. Okay, back at the SGC. (laughs) Full hazmat suits. (laughs) Orlin and Sam are working with the prior blood that was sent back, uh, and at one point, Orlin just knocks the entire container of Ori blood off the table, onto the floor, spills and breaks. The other guy in the room is... More than annoyed. Yeah. I would say pissed. Uh-huh. 
that Orlin is not as fine as he says he is. For the past two days, he has had laps in judgments that put the whole room and everyone else at risk. Sam tries to defend uh, little Orlin, but Orlin admits he's like, no, I've seriously fucked up. Like, my brain's toast. So then take a goddamn break, bro. He does. He leaves the room. Yeah. And they start to hazmat clean up the blood. But uh, I feel that when I'm tired, I drop and I fumble and I do things too. So I feel you, buddy. Yeah. Have a nap. On a Hatak ship above Chulak, Teal'c visits Braytek on the bridge. And I love this scene. Mm-hmm. He's like reflecting on your ill-spent youth, old man. And he's like, no, I was actually thinking of you, Teal'c. And if this gamble works, Teal'c will once again have proven himself as a great leader. Maybe one that is capable of uniting the Jaffa. I love this because it's like an interchange of like, bro, I'm proud of you, man. It's like, no. Yeah, I know. I'm proud of you, bro. No, Uh bro. You're cool. They're like, bro. (laughs) Teal'c admits that his heart will always be with the Ori, but his as long as the Ori are a threat, his place is with SG-1. Mm -hmm. Um, And Braytek gets it, but he's like the Jaffa, you know, sucks for the Jaffa, but I get it. Yeah. And Teal'c thinks that after this victory here, Garrick is no longer going to hold sway over people. And they're going to unite under a new great leader, mm-hmm. looking at Braytac, if he has the courage to accept the challenge. You're the princess now. <laughs> I feel like, is it, and, could he's like, me? <laughs> yeah, and, he, and he's like, I mean, he's never... This is something where Braytac truly never considered himself being the leader yeah um and he admits or, and, and Tilk's like yeah other people want it that's but none who can have it uh-huh. like that's the problem usually the people who want the power are the worst options to give the power to it's like when Rory's in Yale and Paris <laughs> is the editor-in-chief of the Yale Daily uh-huh. News and then she screws everything up, but then they save the paper, and then they're uh-huh. trying to decide who should be the next editor-in-chief, and then, like, everybody eventually is like, why doesn't Rory do it? And she's like, I don't want it. And they're like, exactly. It's the <laughs> yep. same thing. And Braytech remembers a moment just like this moment, waiting for an impossible task, uh-huh. and with low odds, uh, and they were de- about to defeat Ball's fleet wow and he knew then that no matter what the outcome it would be the last time he'd ever have to take the life of a fellow jaffa and teal'c is sure he is positive that there will be no jaffa blood spilt here get it also can we talk about how much open flame (laughs) is on these spaceships super unsafe from, like, the beginning of the series. Well, especially because we're pumping oxygen into these ships, right? I mean, I don't know how the Jaffa ships work. Um, but it, we, we don't pump 100% oxygen because we learned uh-huh. real hard that lesson. Um, but it's safe to say that they're in space. They're in a vacuum sealed yeah. thing. We know Jaffa yeah. breathe oxygen. Uh-huh. So there's... Uh, listen, it looks like everything on the ship... Everything on the ship is made of metal, so it does limit the fire obstacles. Sure. But still, still, yeah, that's a it's a lot of open flame. Yeah, they just really like to roast marshmallows and hot dogs. Yeah, or hot dog fingers and hot dogs, hot dog fingers. <laughs> yeah. So Landry gets off the elevator at the SGC, and Walter tells him how shitty it is around the world, and 
then Carolyn tells him that the cure, no, Sam tells him, sorry, that the cures had another dead end. Mm -hmm. Uh, They got the DNA from the prior. It hasn't really helped. And Landry hopes the looks like a dead end part is the key there. And they part ways. Bum, bum, bum. And Landry was on his way to visit Orlin, little Orlin, in the VIP room. Um, Little Orlin is his rap name. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, little Orlin may have forgotten how to tie his shoes. Uh-huh. And Landry thanks him for everything he's done. They have much further than they are able to get without him. Yeah. And he has no right to ask any more of little Orlin, but he has one more thing he could use his help on. Yikes. And around Shulak, Garrick and his army shows up. He FaceTimes into the ship mm-hmm. uh, that they're outgunned, outmanned, out. Yeah. Jaffa attack. Uh, he doesn't want to slaughter them. He doesn't want to slaughter the rebel forces, uh, but he will give Tilk like one chance. Don't make me kill you all. And, and Tilk wants to meet on the surface, and Garrick agrees. Mm-hmm. In the Sodan village, the prior's just standing there. Yeah. Bored, annoyed as fuck. Sure. At all of this, and Cam is just slicing and eating an apple while giving his recipe for his favorite omelet, uh-huh. which I'm assuming is Jarlsberg cheese. <laughs> that he's trying to get at egg whites and avocado. It's missing bacon. Well, it's missing bacon or a hot sauce or something. It's like it, it's an ABC omelet without the B. You can't yeah. just go AC. Yeah. Okay. Also, I'm I am amazed a little bit that it's egg white for him. Well, he's a bro. He's got to get that clean protein. (laughs) So Landry is now there. Daniel and the others must have gone to pick him up from the gate, I'm guessing. And Cam is like, it's really sad. This prior doesn't even have a good pie crust recipe. (laughs) And I seriously think that Cam is a cook. Like, I think he's an at-home baker. I would see it. I think he spent a lot of time with Grandma. Yeah. Um, And he just picked everything up from her. I'm thinking that Cam can make some biscuits. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and that's like, and that's not a euphemism for sex. No. Well, not <laughs> But also, he, I mean, not he could. <laughs> like, legit biscuits. Uh-huh. Where, like, half of the ingredients are half butter. Just butter. Uh, yeah, I'm into it. Uh, Landry tells, tells the... Uh, tells him that, like, the or I lied to you. Mm-hmm. Like, like they have lied to everyone else. Yeah. And again, the prior quotes origin. Don't doubt or stray. Blah, blah, blah. Blah, 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 blah. With this freaking. Yeah. Landry's like, look, you gave up everything Mm -hmm. for nothing. And the Ori took the life that you had. Yeah. And the prior quotes origin again about true believers being welcomed by the Ori. And Landry's like, look, I'm guessing you had a wife children and you can see it on the prior's face and it hits him like that hits close to home Landry walks closer and everyone's guns get at the ready and Landry admits he's like look I have a grown daughter and I wasn't around when she was growing up and it's one of the biggest regrets of my life Mm -hmm. he's like do you think about your kids about the time that you spent with them, what you used to do together before you threw it all away. You know, but hey, what would Landry know about the R.I. actually ascending people or not? And he goes, 
That kid does, and turns around, and there's Orlan. Bum, and Orlan knows the prior's name. Yeah, he's it's got Demaris. full Rumpelstiltskin on him. <laughs> uh huh. <laughs> and and he walks closer, and he's clearly using a lot of energy to remember this. Oh shit. yeah. He knew everything about Damaris when Orlan was still ascended. Yeah. He took this form to warn the humans about the Ori, and this is the price that he is paying yep. for it. And the prior is so shook by all of this, he starts just scripture quoting. Uh-huh. Just like default script. It's like he's gone blue screen. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, and Arlen continues. No sense is happening anymore. No. Orlan continues that every so often this memory will stir in him and he can grab it and he knows the prior's name is Damaris and he had a wife Elena and his sons Jaden and Alon. Wow. And 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 like no the Aura have never ascended any of their followers and as an ancient you know I wouldn't lie. <laughs> Mic drop. <laughs> and as the prior talks he reaches a hand out to Landry and starts Pulling Landry to him. Whoa. Dispel magic has failed. Well, you and know, it only op- lasts for so long. <laughs> uh-huh. And he pulls Landry close enough to choke him with his own hand. And Cam fires one shot. And the prior is down. Damn it. And Orlin translates the scripture that uh, the prior was quoting while he was doing all this. And it's it's why the Ori are on their way to this galaxy. Mm-hmm. They are coming to destroy the ancients. Yep, 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 yep. This is not good. This is always no. about them. We're just in the way. Yeah. Uh huh. We're just ants <sighs> on the battlefield. Uh huh. Fuck and fuck. Okay. Except in this case, the one army is powered by ant juice. <laughs> Yep, I'm into it. <laughs> Aunt Juice. Uh, on Shulak, this is... I will say this, Chris Judge gets my Tara Award for this scene. Yeah. Not just this scene, but how... Teal'c has not been, I would say, a major presence mm-hmm. in the first half of the season. But you realize in this scene how powerful he's been mm-hmm. in the stuff that we've seen. Yeah. And this takes the cake. Like, this is an amazing performance by Chris Judge. Yes. What Teal'c does yeah. here. He meets Garrick alone in the woods, and Garrick assumes that Teal'c has come here to surrender. Mm-hmm. But no. And Garrick tries to assure Teal'c that, look, the Ori aren't the Gould. And Teal'c wonders if they've lived so long as slaves that they fear being free. Ooh, ouch. Which is powerful. And and Garrick says, look, this isn't, this is about enlightenment. Hmm. And Teal'c leads him to a monument in a small clearing uh, by, by a river. And Garrick is a little off put. He knows what this is. And he asks why Teal'c brought them there. Yeah. And Teal'c tells them that on this day that they must sacrifice their short-lived freedom that they should do it here on the battle site of Tazaksur, where Garrick's father gave his life for the cause of freedom. Mm-hmm. And Garrick has doubted the Gould long before the Chafa rebellion took shape. Garrick was was probably even before Braytac, 
Garrick was one of the original people who questioned the ghouls. Yeah. And their power. Again, it's the you know who you are episode. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and his father's death is what led him to question what god is so deserving of my worship. Yeah. And Garrick tells him, look, Teal'c, you weren't the chosen one. Mm-hmm. You didn't see the wonders that the Ori showed me. And Teal'c goes, what? Did they raise the dead? Did they heal the sick? Mm-hmm. Did they destroy their enemies with the wave of their hands? Like every fucking thing that the ghoul did? Yeah. Remember? <laughs> He's like, look, the, the ghoul may have deceived us for generations, but the Ori's powers are pure. And, uh, and, and Teal goes, what, what's the measure of a god? What scope of their power or how they choose to weld it? Which is more important? Like, what god who wants to lead you to enlightenment would also ask you to destroy all the people that don't believe in them? Yep. So. Garrick? Oh, go ahead. I'm gonna let you. No, go, 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 go. I'm gonna wait till the end. Okay. Uh, and Garrick says, look, all those who refuse to believe must die. Hmm. Teal'c's like, look, I, I get it. I get it. You have lived your entire life and you haven't found the path to enlightenment. And here, as you're nearing the end, you are desperately longing, yep. desperately reaching out for that thing that you have searched for your entire life. Everything that we all look for. Yep. But like, this is not how you save yourself. Yep. And Garrick admits he wants to avoid blood- bloodshed. And, and Teal'c goes, look, if you continue down this path, you are going to have to kill your brothers. And he takes the staff and he holds it, points it towards him. And he Whoa. goes, you're going to have to start with me. And if Teal'c goes, if my choices are, re- are resistance or turning to slavery, then I choose to die free. Fuck. What Cake an answer. Or death. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I I want to hand it to the writers in this episode because all of our conflicts are managed in this in this yeah. way with uh with complicated thought processes not just like well we're going to fight you with arms. Um, yeah. you know the the conversation with the prior the conversation with Garak all of it is comes down to this like wait a minute let's be thoughtful about who we are and why we do what we do. Yeah, and it's not just this black or white situation. Yeah. It's not just kill the enemy. Yep, yep. And there's something beautifully just done about I just love, love, love the way they did that. Yeah, because in both cases, they're like, let's not just kill the bad guy. Mm-hmm. Let's try to convince them let's, to our let's side. Let's remind them that they're not bad guys. They, they're just bad guys. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, that scene there is beautifully done. Mm-hmm. It is beautifully written, beautifully acted. Like, I can only imagine the power that had to... I mean, you see it across on the screen, those two amazing forces of, like, acting skill. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but just imagine seeing that in person as they were filming it. Oh. Chills. Yeah. Whew. So back in the infirmary at the SGC in a plastic off area with everyone in hazmat suits except for Landry mm-hmm. in scrubs, Carolyn comes in and tells him he's not fine. He has prior plague. Yay. Nope. And this next scene 
with Daniel, Sam, and Cam sitting in their briefing room at the last rung. Yeah. At the last, with no hope left. Gandalf Sad. the Grey comes in. Yes! <laughs> this mythical beast comes in and tells them it is always darkest before the dawn. Yep. And then he sings Apparently the Florence Hammond's... and the Machine song at them. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently Hammond's uncle was a wedding planner and used to say that all the time, which is the most bizarre extra backstory and I love it. Yeah, yeah it's a little weird. <laughs> I am here for it. Yeah. Um, and he's like, look, I've been here for a while at these GC, but I didn't want to bother anyone. And congratulates Cam for getting the band back together. <laughs> and tells me he couldn't ask for three better people to watch his back. And regrets not getting to see Teal'c, but he has to head back to Washington. Mm -hmm. And it was good to see everyone give his best to Teal'c, take care of each other. And he leaves like the mythical fucking creature that he, he just is. like flames out of there like fox, like a uh, like yeah. Dumbledore's uh, phoenix. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He just got just a blast. The mere <laughs> the mere presence of Hammond in the room is like every. It was like a song of healing. Like uh -huh. everyone has all of their hit points restored. Yeah. All of their spells are it's back. A, it's a hero's feast, if you will. <laughs> it's a hero. He's a he's a one man hero's uh -huh. feast. <laughs> so Landry is in isolation with four other people on an gurney and Carolyn talks to him from the observation room Landry's like hey that nap I feel all this better now yeah, everything's fine let's um, get at it yeah Cam and Daniel were not did not test positive for the plague Orlin didn't either mm -hmm. but drawing out all those memories has accelerated the brain drain yep and Landry tells Carolyn that, like, look, you need rest as well. I'll make it an order if I have to. Carolyn's like, you haven't ordered me to bed since I was six. Mm -hmm. <laughs> she was just as stubborn then. Yeah. Um, and she goes, she goes, I spoke to mom recently. Um, Landry's like, oh, how is she? Aww. More fantastic acting, by the way. Mm -hmm. um, she's worried. All those years she was growing up, she resented that they never knew why he had to leave for days, for weeks. And she's, like, angry as she's saying this. And then she softens a bit because now she realizes she's starting to understand how hard and how shitty that was for him. Having to leave. Not being able to tell anyone anything about why. This is the part where Grace cried finally. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're both crying too. Yeah. Um, and I think that's but, what it was. It was Bo Bridges crying where I was like, oh, yeah. fuck, I'm not going to make it. There is something about like, it's like something about the tough father figure actually like finally breaking down. And it's so beautiful the way he does it. It's not comical or over dramatic no. it's just sad i'm fine it's just being able to cure like to summon a tear on command i'm fine everything is fine well don't worry those emotions are shoved right yep. back into the bottle where they came yep, from yep. because of an off-world activation no time for emotions uh -huh. um sam go comes to check it out and it's teal and garrick and he tells them to lower their weapons and he stands in front of garrick shielding him mm -hmm. 
And Sam calls for the military police to stand down. Yeah. Um, Garrick walks into the isolation room. Carolyn is confused. Like, what the fuck mm-hmm. is he doing here? Um, Teal and Sam comes into the observation. Like, everyone comes into the observation room. Yeah. And Garrick hesitates for a moment. Oh. This is a little spine chingling here. He admits that if he helps, if he does this, he will die. I'm going to say it took but. me longer than it should have to realize that Garrick now has prior powers <laughs> and that he can help them here. I was too um, busy crying. <laughs> yeah. He, he's like, so he goes, if, if I help, I will die. And he goes, but I die free. And he smashes yes! a staff into the ground and a bright light spreads, overtaking the room, overtaking the whole base. And then Garrick lights on fire and just disappears like, like flame disappears. Fuck. Maybe he ascended. And Landry... So. No, I know he didn't. But wouldn't that be cool if the ancients were that like, be... whoa, you did it, man. So Landry and the others start to wake up and everyone else is like, what the fuck just happened? Yeah. Sam thought the Ori couldn't do anything in this galaxy without the ancients cutting in. Mm-hmm. And Daniel's like, yeah, well, they probably put a failsafe chip into his brain when they priored him. And Carolyn realizes that all the patients... Stats have gone back to normal. Hmm. Everyone in that room is not doesn't have the plague anymore. Yeah, everything's fine. And she fine. runs to her runs to her father's bedside with no hazmat suit as he sits up and Teal salutes his fallen brother. Wow. So a news anchor tells us about the final death toll of the pandemic is estimated at just over three thousand. <laughs> it could have been worse, she said. Yeah. It's uh, uh and the this is fine. Let's just keep moving. Everything's fine. We live. It's fine. Mm-hmm. And the vaccine continues to be passed around the world. Many have been asking how this could have taken place in the first place. Landry turns the TV off. Um, they were lucky. There's not going to be a Garrick time. Yeah, that's true. And Carolyn's like, look, I don't want to give him all the credit or nothing. Like, Garrick just cured the people here in the base. Like, we were then able to make the vaccine. Yeah, also, remember the time when we were busting our ass, too? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That happened. Like, that was just the final piece that we needed for the, the, like, (laughs) little Orlin slash us smart humans team finish. Yeah. Um, so... And they're able to use that so it can apply to any plague in the future, like on other worlds. Now we have vaccines um, because vaccines. The end by. Yes. Thank you for coming Cam to my TED Talk. Cam is fairly sure. Thank you for coming to my TED Talk. Vaccines are good. Uh-huh. Uh, Teal'c is pretty sure. Not Teal'c. Cam uh-huh. is fairly sure that, like, plague is not the only pain device in the repertoire. Yeah, no, we're going to see some new and creative things for sure. Um, and he looks like this is a minor setback. They're still going to try to push into this galaxy, especially mm-hmm. if their end game is to like, you know, destroy the ancients. Sure. Daniel adds. Yep. At some point, the ancients may defend themselves, but there's a long way out and a lot of damage they can cause before that. Yep. Uh, as for Orlin, um, the condition was stabilized, but the damage was already done. Mm-hmm. And we find Orlin at a, a 
a, at a home that can take care of him. It's, he's in hospice, basically. It's sad. Yeah, it's some sort of definitely some sort of long term. Because it's center. it's him and a bunch of older people. Yeah, it's, it's sad yeah. times. Oh, I'm sure, and I'm sure it's a place that probably has some sort of security clearance. But I'm probably they probably told him it's some weird, crazy advanced form of Alzheimer's or yeah. something. Um, he's working on a puzzle, and he doesn't recognize Sam. Oh, buddy. Um, but they sit down together, and they work on the puzzle together. Because he has the, all the outsides done, so he's starting the inside. Yeah, sad boy time. And again, this is where you see, like, it sucks for him, and his life is this now. But Sam, yeah. my god, has to, like, know all this. Yeah. That's shitty. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's crazy and we do a pull out and fade out of the camera yeah what a bummer yeah uh, um, what an episode there's always someone who has to sacrifice so that the rest of us can be okay I'm gonna leave yep. it there yep uh, so let's be grateful for those who go in and do everything they can every day for We're all in this together. Keeping the rest of us safe. You're not doing this for you. You're doing it to be a hero in the world. Let's all be a people. Woo! I don't know what this voice is. I like it. I'm a fan. <laughs> I've gone crazy. I think she's like a theater <sighs> costume lady. Probably. Yeah. I just want everyone to know because it's important that I haven't worn shoes in a week. <laughs> I haven't worn pants that aren't stretch in a week i have purposely uh, made myself do both of those things i have worn a bra every day i have worn a bra every day oh, good for you they i mean they're not like they're been like sports bras and uh, shit, okay. but i have worn a bra every day uh i've been going on walks not as often as i'd like to but i've been going i've been going on some yeah i need to go on more and longer ones um be kind to ourselves. This episode's heavy. This, this is such a weird, yep. perfect time, worst time. I don't know. Yeah, I think this episode would be heavy even if it wasn't like a weird mirror into our own universe right now. But what a yeah, it it is. Uh, it's so fucking weird that these lined up the way they did. How could we have yeah. known? Uh, There's no way. This was a plan that we set out. There's, yeah, we <laughs> years clearly ago. we knew that COVID nineteen was coming, so therefore we lined Five everything years up. Ago, um, we started talking about this, but I hope it brings y'all comfort, and I hope the weird sci-fi fantasy of it all allows us yeah. to laugh at the absurdity of this life we're in, and just you know, be kind to yourself and be kind to the people you love. And this podcast is almost as old as we've had Kaylee. Yeah. Because we started talking about it shortly after we got Yep, I remember. Yeah. And uh, I know I need to take my own advice and be nice to people in my life. Um, Okay. Guys, what's next? What is next? (laughs) Next is Atlantis, two-part episode, The Lost Boys. Now we get to escape. For Peter Pan episodes. Let's do it. And food fights. Or at least references. Um. Guys, uh, Rufio, Rufio, Rufio. Okay, okay. Um, okay. Thank you for being here with us. We love you guys a bazillion. Uh, we'll see you next week with the Lost Boys. Um, yes, uh, Rufio especially, 
And as always, you know where to find us. On Twitter, we're at Terra Podcast. And Facebook at There's No Place Like Terra. Email us at There's No Place Like Terra at gmail.com. Rate us, like us, review us. Uh, oh, wait, there's patreon.com slash there's no place like, guys, I am barely holding on to sanity hey, right now. Hey, anything you've got to share, anything you want to share, this is, uh, yeah, feel free. We've gotten a couple, like, cute puppy pictures. We like seeing those. Yeah. I'm trying to stay up. I think there's a couple emails that have fallen through the cracks I haven't responded to yet. I love you and do not take that as offense. Take it as my fault. We're just, we're just, it's, it's tough to get through a ball and... Um, I have to stay off the social media for in case I don't get any spoils. Um. Yeah, well, people have been fairly good recently. Yeah. Uh, people have been fairly good recently. I try to send to Grace all the stuff that is safe for Grace. Yeah. Um, but yeah. But anyway, we'll see you guys next week with the Lost Boys. We love you. Yes. We love you. Okay. Bye. bye.